0: This is the Roast and Reason podcast. Join your host, Andrew Boyer, as we explore the world of specialty coffee. So grab a cup of your favorite coffee and let's dive in. Welcome to Roast and Reason. Welcome back, my friends. I'm pretty excited to bring you today's episode because today I'm going to be talking about the thing that really sparked my interest in specialty coffee, and that is home coffee roasting. Yes, I used to enjoy coffee before I started roasting my own, but it was a normal, pedestrian, non-totally geeked out kind of enjoying it, the way that I assume most people enjoy coffee. It was certainly not something I was passionate enough about to start a podcast about the topic. And then I started roasting my own coffee, and that just opened Pandora's box for me. I'm going to talk about the specifics of home coffee roasting. For instance, where I source my green coffee beans, as well as the different types of home roasting techniques or devices that you can use to roast your own coffee in future episodes. But today, I'm going to be talking about the six reasons why I roast my own coffee at home. So this may surprise you since, after all, it was my own decision to have a podcast. But I'm not a big fan of talking about myself. And today's topic runs the risk of being self-serving or coming across as self-promotional. But that's not my goal here. Instead, my plan is to share what I personally enjoy about roasting my own coffee. That way it will give you some insights and some things to think about if you are at all considering taking up home roasting for yourself. On the flip side, I'm going to end today's episode with a few things to think about and a few reasons why you might not want to roast your own coffee. So I'm trying to give you both sides of the story here and tell you the the full picture. So as a bit of background, I started roasting my own coffee about a year and a half ago. To this day, I can't tell you the exact reason why I started. One day, I just decided I'm going to roast my own coffee, and then who knows, maybe start a commercial roastery. Somewhere along the way, that second part morphed from a commercial roastery into a podcast, but I did start roasting my own coffee at home, and I very much enjoy it to this day. Anytime I'm going to make a big purchase or start something new, I spend a lot of time researching. Probably an insane OCD, pathologically long time researching. That's just my MO. Home roasting was no exception. I didn't want to just start dabbling. I wanted information and I wanted to jump in with the home roasting device that I wanted. So after a lot of research, I ordered the Genie Cafe home roaster. Genie Cafe is the name of one specific home roaster. And there are many different ways to roast coffee at home. Many different roasting devices and techniques. Some are free or cheap, like lo- using a countertop popcorn popper, that's fairly inexpensive. You can use a cookie sheet in the oven or a cast iron skillet over the stovetop. The Genie Cafe is not cheap. It's nowhere near as expensive as a commercial roaster, and it's not even the most expensive home roasting device out there, but it will set you back about $600. But after fairly extensive research, I decided that was the roaster that I wanted, and I jumped right in and bought it. The topic of the next podcast episode will be about the different home roasting devices and techniques, and I'll talk more in that episode about why I went with the Genie Cafe Roaster. So from there, I found a few places to order green beans, I bought a moleskin notebook to record my roast profiles and the results, and then I got to work. I started roasting in my kitchen. I cleared a side portion of my countertop and made it into my little roasting station or roasting lab. The smell of freshly roasted coffee is amazing. There's really nothing quite like it, to be honest. Early on, it smells a bit like fresh-cut grass or hay, which is the smell that I personally get from green coffee beans. And then that is replaced by a fragrance reminiscent of baking bread. And then as the roast develops even further and the coffee beans begin to brown and the sugars within the coffee beans start to caramelize, you get the amazing smell of brown sugar and coffee and chocolate. It's delicious. There's one small issue with roasting and the smell, though. Where there is fire, just like within a roasting device, there's smoke. So when you roast to darker roast levels, or even with some coffees at lighter roast levels, you develop a lot of smoke. There's other features in addition to the roast level that predict the amount of smoke that you are going to produce when when roasting coffee. Natural processed coffees have more chaff and more flammable smoke-producing materials left on the surface of the coffee beans compared to washed processed coffees. So at even lighter roast levels, natural processed coffees or honey processed coffees will frequently produce a considerable amount of smoke. So eventually, after setting my smoke detector off numerous times, And receiving a few, are you serious, looks from my wife, I relocated my home roasting operation to my garage. This is one thing to keep in mind if you are thinking about starting home roasting for yourself. You will likely need a dedicated, well-ventilated space for roasting coffee at home, or at least some way to ventilate the smoke out of your house. So it was pretty clear early on that my first several batches of coffee that I was clearly an amateur. But I experimented with the different roast profiles and approaches, and I worked with different green coffee beans, and honestly, within a few months, I was starting to produce coffee that tasted just as good as any of the commercially available specialty coffee out there. Granted, I still occasionally have a very off day or very off batch that keeps me humble. Sometimes I make a French roast when I am intending to make a lighter roast. Uh, Sometimes I make batches that just don't taste good at all and I have to throw them out. But that's pretty rare nowadays. So I tell you all of this because if you have an interest in roasting your own coffee, I want you to realize that it is possible to produce some seriously delicious stuff that you're going to enjoy drinking. It's not going to taste like some amateur home-roasted coffee this stuff actually tastes pretty darn good once you dial in your own roast profile and your technique. So now that you have some of my home roasting background story, let's talk about a few reasons why I roast my own coffee and why I enjoy it. And so I've I've kind of come up with, with six reasons. A lot of them overlap, but let's get into it. So number one, it's creative. So roasting my own coffee allows me to create something, to take unroasted green coffee beans that smell like hay, and frankly, you would not want to eat or drink, and turn them into something with an intoxicating fragrance and a delicious taste. For me, this is similar to the enjoyment of growing things out of your own garden. Nothing tastes quite as good as when you make it yourself. It's fun to sit down with a morning coffee and know that you roasted it. So I'm I'm very much a left-brain person. So I'm not very creative in the ways that most people think of. When I draw with my niece who's about to turn four, you at the end, you really can't tell the difference between our drawings or, and paintings. So yes, I, I have the artistic ability of a four-year-old. And I love music, but I don't play an instrument and I can't sing for the life of me. And as for my day job... Do you actually want your doctor to be creative? How would you respond if your doctor said to you, I've never attempted this procedure the way that I'm going to attempt it on you, but my creative juices are really flowing, so this is going to be fun. Uh, Run away fast if you ever hear a physician say that to you. But in all seriousness, roasting my own coffee allows me to create something in a process that's a mixture of science and art, and the end result tastes good. Number two is kind of related to number one. It's fun. This goes without really saying. The roasting process is fun. It smells good during it. The end result tastes good. It doesn't really take you that long. A roast takes several minutes. And you're in control. It's your creative process. You can kind of tweak things to the way that you want. Number three, I personally Enjoy learning and understanding how things work. If you are a tinkerer or someone that really wants to understand where your food comes from, or in this case, where your coffee comes from, if you've ever tried homebrewing beer or tried your hand at winemaking or canned your own food, then you're very much like me. I enjoy learning how things work and I enjoy doing them myself. So if you have any of these tendencies, then home-roasting coffee might be something you enjoy as well. Number four, it provides relatively instant feedback. Speaking of home-brewing beer, I used to home-brew in college and a few years afterwards. It was fun, and had a great time with my friends doing it, and I made some really great batches of beer. But one of the most frustrating things about home-brewing was the wait. The brewing process itself didn't take very long. But then you needed to wait for the beer to ferment. And then came the real pain in the ass. If you bottle conditioned your beer like I did, so I didn't have a keg, I bottle conditioned my beer, you had to wait several weeks before you were able to drink your beer. This means that you, re- you didn't really know if you brewed a good batch of beer or not for several weeks. And then you had to wait several weeks just to drink it. Not so with home roasted coffee. You can literally brew up a cup of coffee immediately after roasting it. Now, I would not recommend doing this. Ideally, you need to wait and give the coffee beans at least 24 to 48 hours to degas. In other words, to expel the carbon dioxide that accumulates inside the coffee beans during the roasting process. If you try to drink coffee right after you roast it, it just doesn't taste very good. But that still means you can try your coffee the next day or within two days. And that's so much better than waiting weeks or months like you have to do with beer or wine. Number five, I can tailor my coffee to my own tastes. So first of all, yes, you can find commercially available coffee from coffee roasters that fit your taste preference. If you prefer darker roasts, you can certainly find those. Most of the larger commercial uh, coffee out there, I'm thinking like Pete's or Starbucks, that they focus on dark roasts. But certainly over the past decade or two, there have been plenty more specialty coffee roasters that are now focusing on lighter roasts. So it's not nearly as difficult to find a coffee that fits your personal taste as it used to be, especially now that most coffee roasters in the country ship nationwide for a fairly low shipping cost but roasting your own lets you really tailor things to exactly how you like it you are completely in control here and the quick feedback time of being able to drink and sample the coffee within a day or two really lets you tweak your approach to roasting certain coffees to really change the tastes and highlight the tastes to fit your specific palate. Number six, and the last one, it can save you money. I won't say it will save you money. I'm saying it can. So this point is possible. Unroasted green coffee typically costs anywhere from 30 to 50% less than roasted coffee. So instead of paying anywhere from $8 to $22 for a one-pound bag of coffee, and when you're really talking about specialty coffee, Expect 16 to 22 or $25 for a pound of specialty coffee. Unroasted coffee you should expect to be in about the five to ten dollars per pound range. There's a there's a wide variation here. I've seen unroasted green coffee go for as over twenty dollars a pound, but really you should be able to find unroasted green coffee beans for five, ten, maybe five to fifteen dollars a pound. So there is some cost savings to be had here, but I would caution you, I would be careful using this as the main reason why you get into home roasting. This really is a hobby, and like any other hobby, there are plenty of costs that can tip the scales in the opposite direction and actually cost you more money in the end. But if done correctly, it can save you money on your coffee consumption. So now that you have my six reasons why I roast my own coffee, let me ask you a question. Why might you not want to roast your own coffee? So let me talk about a few factors why you might not want to get into this. Number one, it's time consuming, or at least it can be time consuming. And I've mentioned that each roast takes just a matter of minutes. So really that doesn't take much time. But the vast majority of home roasting devices out there are small. They limit you to about a half pound or a pound of coffee per roast. So if you're just making coffee for yourself or for your family, not a big deal here. But if you're going to make several pounds at a time to try to sell at a farmer's market or in your local community or to give Christmas gifts or something like that, that will take you a while. Also, to really do this right You need to record your notes. You need to track your roast profiles and your results. That will allow you to change things and make them better. All of that adds to your time. Another issue here is, and another reason why you might not want to do this, there's already an amazing amount of really delicious coffee out there. Do you absolutely have to roast your own coffee to find coffee that you really enjoy drinking? Probably not. And I mentioned a ton of coffee roasters, a ton of very, very good specialty coffee roasters ship nationwide nowadays. There are a ton of local coffee shops and coffee roasters popping up all around the country. So regardless of your preferences in terms of roast level or origin of coffee or anything else, you can pretty easily find excellent coffee basically anywhere without having to roast it yourself. Number three, and kind of the third limitation is, quite honestly, the pros have better toys. Unless you are willing to splurge and pony up a few thousand dollars, and yes, I said a few thousand dollars, for a professional commercial roasting rig, not to mention the ventilation and natural gas hookup that most commercial roasters require, you are simply not going to have the same toys and the same tools that the professionals ro- roasters have. Does that mean you can't roast delicious coffee at home? Hell no. But just keep in mind that you are at a disadvantage here. Just like craft breweries have better toys than home brewers have, the, the big boys, the specialty coffee roasters, are going to have better toys than you're going to have at home as a home coffee roaster. You can still do it well, You're just kind of at a disadvantage. Number four, and this is kind of the opposite point of the last uh, point of why I roast my own, this can get expensive. Don't get me wrong. Home roasting doesn't have to be expensive, and it will save you money on a per pound of coffee beans basis. But just like any other hobby, any other hobby that you want to name, fishing or skiing or home brewing beer or knitting, you name it, it's pretty easy to stumble down a rabbit hole with hobbies and convince yourself that you absolutely have to have all of the newest gadgets and gizmos. Now, obviously, you don't actually need any of them or a lot of them. But the point here is that it's a hobby. And like any other hobby, this can get expensive and costs can add up. So what does all of this mean? I guess the big question is, should you start roasting your own coffee at home? That answer is one that you have to come up with? And I would say the answer is yes, but only if you are feeling like this is something that you absolutely must start doing and a hobby that you can't wait to get into. I personally love home roasting coffee, the smell of it, the science of it, feeling like I've created something that I can enjoy. It's a lot of fun. But if you aren't convinced, if you aren't dying to try this, then it's probably not a hobby that you're gonna stick with. And so I'd caution you not to spend a lot of money up front if you're, the roaster's then just gonna sit there at home. So if you're on the fence or you know that you're not interested in roasting your own coffee, you're probably one of the normal ones. Those of us that are geeked out and fanatics and super excited about coffee and roasting our own coffee were the weirdos. But honestly, it's an awesome, fun kind of weird And I'm really excited that some of you guys listening to this are in that camp with me. It's a lot of fun. So I'm going to be doing a few more upcoming episodes on different aspects of home roasting. And hopefully all of you guys will tune into them. Even if you are already convinced that you don't want to roast coffee at home, check the episodes out anyway. If nothing else, you'll be able to learn a little bit about how coffee's roasted uh, and how home roasters do it. Uh, So I will be back in two weeks for another episode. The topic of the next episode will be home roasting devices and techniques. There are many, many different ways to roast coffee at home. Some of these methods are cheap. Some are expensive. Some are very good at producing a consistent, well-roasted coffee, while others are notorious for producing wildly different results. And I'm going to discuss all of that next week, as well as why I decided to go with the Genie Cafe Roaster, which is the roaster that I personally use. So I will see all of you guys on the next episode. Take care, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to this episode and joining me on the podcast again. I really do appreciate it.